Katrina Titus Lozano, and I use biblical wisdom to help guide families through crisis situations, making your home a place of love and peace. Welcome to the Her Show podcast, Home Experience Radio. Hi, y'all, and welcome to the very first Her Show podcast. Yes, the Her Show. People ask me, what that stands for. H-E-R, that stands for Home Experience Radio. The Home Experience is actually the title of a book that my mom and I co-wrote, and it's an incredible book. You can get your own copy, and it is for women, but The Her Show is not just for women. It's actually for women and men, married or not married, anyone who lives in a home. That's what the home experience is about. And I do want to help y'all, whatever situation or dilemma or crisis you are in, I am here to help you. So email me your questions, trina at thehershow.com, and I will answer your questions on one of the upcoming podcasts. I will be releasing podcasts weekly, and this is for you. I'm doing this for you. I really want to help. And I've noticed over the years that people have similar questions. And so when I'm answering one question, it helps anyone who's listening. So I think it's a great idea to have this podcast to benefit all of the listeners. So I have a question here to kick off our first show, and it is from a listener. And I noticed a common thread through some of these emails, and I wanted to address this today. This is in regards to guilt versus false guilt. That's the common thread that I heard. So question one, is it wrong to smoke marijuana? Okay, his wife thinks it's wrong. He does not think it's wrong. The question is, who's right? Is it right or is it wrong? Okay, should he feel guilty for smoking marijuana in his own house? Well, his wife says she should. He should because she doesn't want him to. He says, really, he does it for medicinal purposes, and he's a lot better husband because he's more chill when he is smoking. And when he's not smoking, he gets more uh, anxiety, and he feels like he's not as good of a husband if he is not smoking. So that's his argument. And I'm here to tell you that if the two of you really understood the difference between guilt and false guilt, there wouldn't be such a problem. Here is the bottom line. Look at your laws. If it is wrong and illegal in the state that you live in to buy and sell marijuana, to smoke marijuana, yes, even in your own household, well then you need to submit yourself to the laws of the land. It's not legal. If you want to get doctor's orders, okay, go for it. Get doctor's orders. However, I think that you really need to pay attention to this because if your wife is saying, I don't want you to do this. Okay, why are you holding on to your rights to do it, especially when her opinion lines up with the law? See, I think that guilt is appropriate and you should feel guilty for holding on to your marijuana. Why do I think you should feel guilty? Because there has been a legal failure. Is there a moral failure? Well, according to your wife, there is because you're not being considerate of her. You're married. It is not just about you. What should we feel guilty for? We should feel guilty when we've done something immoral or illegal. So I really think that this is a time to examine yourself very carefully. And you need to adjust yourself and submit to yourself to what is right or wrong. Not based on your opinion, not based on your feelings, but based on what the moral standard is. Okay, so what is the moral standard? Well, the moral standard, as far as God's laws are concerned, are straight there in the Bible. Okay, just look at the Ten Commandments. If you don't want to go beyond that, 
look at the Ten Commandments, okay? This is the bottom line. At the very least, you guys should agree that a moral code is set by the Ten Commandments. I'm not going to go into that today. Y'all can Google it if you don't know what those are. Okay, the Ten Commandments. Beyond that, Jesus says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So if your wife says, I'm not attracted to you when you're smoking weed and when you're high, okay? Well, if you're just going to say, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I want to do. Well, is that what you want her to say? Do you want her to say that whenever you question her about her overeating and now she's become obese and you're like, uh, I really think that you need to watch your weight. This isn't healthy and I'm not attracted to you. You're 100 pounds more than you were when we got married. I think you need to look at this. And you know what? Has she done something immoral or illegal? Well, it's not illegal. It's not illegal to be obese. However, is it immoral has she crossed the line where she's not loving you as she would love herself? I mean, is she really loving herself if she's not taking care of herself? And if you don't, if you want her attitude to be towards you, I don't care what you think. I'm doing whatever the heck I want. Well, that's the same attitude that you're giving her. And that is not a recipe for a strong, healthy marriage, okay? This is not the love and peace that we want in our home. So carefully examine what is illegal? What is immoral? Now, there was another question that uh, came from one of my listeners. And here's a question. Is it wrong for me to take a sick day when I'm actually sick? Because my boss makes me feel guilty. All right. You know what? No, that is not wrong. That's not immoral or illegal. That is the purpose for having sick days is that you take your sick day. And as I was talking to this listener, the, the problem was is that she had been sick for over a week. And then she was actually really feeling guilty about calling in sick again. But in this particular situation, she'd actually had a miscarriage. Okay, this wasn't just the flu. And... um. She wanted to stay in bed longer and recover more. It is false guilt for her to feel bad about not going to work when she's not recovered from the situation. And it's not right of her boss to pressure her to get back to work and for him to try to make her feel guilty. That would be false guilt for her to feel guilty about this. Okay, another situation happened. Another listener emailed me. This email was about a sick day also. Here's what it was. My husband gets very irritated when I am sick and I want to stay in bed. Is it wrong for me to stay in bed if I am sick? He says I have to have a fever or it doesn't count as being sick. Again, you haven't done anything immoral or illegal. And if you want to stay in bed when you're sick, then stay in bed. You don't need to have false guilt for that. Okay. So even if he's making you feel bad, he's pressuring you. Don't succumb to the pressure. You haven't done anything immoral or illegal. You just get the rest that you need. Okay, now here's where the guilt should be. The guilt should be if you call in sick when you're not actually sick. The guilt should be if you say you're sick and really you just want to sleep. You're really just being lazy, okay? No, that you should feel guilty for because now you're lying, okay? So 
please get the difference of the two and help understand the difference of this terminology so that you can better understand when you need to adjust to the conviction that you're actually feeling and adjust your behavior accordingly or when you need to just slough off those feelings and let yourself know, look, no condemnation. You're not guilty. You're innocent. You haven't done anything immoral or illegal. So it's just false guilt. Okay, another listener has a question regarding um, sex, actually. The wife is wondering here, is it wrong to say no to my husband when he wants sex and I don't? Great question. Let's see, what does the Bible say about this? Well, the Bible says that we really need to submit one to another and we need to put the other person's needs above ourselves. However, it's perfectly fine in a loving marriage for you to say, I was up all night with the babies and I, I just cannot um, muster up the energy right now, babe. I love you and I really want to be with you. But is it okay if we put it off till tomorrow morning because I really need to get some sleep right now? A loving husband is going to say, absolutely, that's fine. Listen, it is not immoral or illegal for you to say no when, when you need to say no, okay? So if he's pressuring you and you're feeling false guilt because you've said no, remember, you're innocent, no, no need to feel guilty. Okay, now, he, if he is pressuring you, okay, that's a problem. And I hope that he feels conviction if he doesn't take your no for an answer. Because sex should always be consensual. And even marital sex should be consensual. If you're pressuring and forcing someone to have sex when they do not want to, that is immoral, okay? That's not right. So there should be guilt and conviction for that. So respond accordingly. Uh, okay, here's another question. Um, this is from a man. Is it wrong for me to look at pornography? Is it wrong for me to get a massage and have a happy ending when my wife is not meeting my sexual needs? Okay, is it wrong? Yes, it is wrong. It is a moral failure. When you took the vows to your wife, you said, to love and to cherish, <laughs> and sickness and health, for better or for worse, for richer or for poor, forsaking all others until death do us part. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, marriage is a sexual relationship, and and I hope that you guys can get some counseling and you can work out this this situation between you because sex is an important part of marriage. In fact, healthy marriages are being sexually connected between between one and seven days a week. It's frequent, so I I feel sympathetic that she is uh, turning you down and that she's being really selfish to say no constantly day after day week after week month after month year after year that is not right however her wrong doesn't give you the right for your moral failure it is a moral failure for you to go outside the marriage and get your sexual needs met through pornography and and also through a happy ending massage now that type of moral failure a happy ending massage, that's even illegal. So now you're even crossing the boundaries of what's not only immoral, but it's also illegal. So that's got to be a no. And honestly, if somebody knows about a place like that, it should be reported. I work with a group here in Dallas that uh, really is stands against the sex industry. And when we find places that are, op that are either sex trafficking or operating in an illegal manner, we take action and we call the authorities. So yes, there is a reason for guilt 
husbands. I'm talking to you. That's right. Remember, I told you the Her Show is not just for women. It's for you, too. Um, yes, it, it, you've got to adjust yourself. You've got to submit yourself because this is wrong. So you should feel guilty. That's the thing about it. I, I want you to be able to submit yourself and adjust yourself when the guilt is appropriate. Now, the cool thing about being a Christian, and I'm a Christian, I'm a pastoral counselor, and so this is why I love the Bible, and I love getting my moral code from the Bible, because there are fantastic illustrations, and it brings such peace in my life, and it will bring such peace in your life if you absolutely understand what the Bible says is right or wrong. It brings so much peace. And the cool thing about it is it's because God loves us so much that he's actually set a standard. See, whenever we respond to the guilt and the conviction that we have, we're responding to God. He's not condemning you. He's not putting you down. In fact, he's patient. He's very patient with you. And he wants to save you from your sins. This is why he sent Jesus to save you from your sins, to save you from yourself. You're a slave to sin and he wants you to be free. It's in your own best interest, okay? To to be free from sin, it's in your own best interest. And God says that he disciplines those he loves. And I mean, I'm telling you, you cannot hide from God. If you're wondering if if you feel guilty about something, you're like, well, I'm not really sure if it's wrong. It's kind of gray. Well, if it's kind of gray, I'll tell you how you know if it's wrong. Like if the Ten Commandments don't specifically mention something and you, you kind of feel, ah, it's kind of gray, not really sure. Well, tell you what, kind of like Adam and Eve, if you feel like hiding, if you feel like lying, uh, then it's wrong. You're feeling guilty. Respond to that. That's the conviction. You shouldn't have to feel like hiding or lying about anything. Live in the light. That's where the peace is. Because guess what? You're as sick as your secrets. God doesn't want you to be sick. I don't want you to be sick. I want you to be free from your secrets and free to live in love and peace. This is the benefit to you. This is the benefit of Jesus. This is the benefit of being a Christian. I'm reminded of Jesus and and he he stood with the adulterous woman at the well. She was caught in the act of adultery. No question about it. She was guilty. She was guilty. She was guilty at that time. It was illegal and it was more immoral. She was 100% guilty of adultery caught in the act. Okay. So the townspeople and the authorities are ready to stone her because that's the punishment she deserved. She felt guilt and she should feel guilt. Okay. However, Jesus actually stood by her and protected her. God never condemns. He always protects, but he doesn't excuse the sin. Okay, he doesn't excuse it. In fact, he'll even expose the sin because he loves you so much. Okay, he doesn't excuse it. He protects you, but he will stand in the gap and he will look at your accusers and he will say, you who is without sin, cast the first stone. He doesn't want people accusing you. Okay, so in this story, it was really it was really quite precious of Jesus because essentially he was saying, if you stone her, you're going to have to stone me, too, because I'm standing in front of her, really. And and he didn't deserve to be stoned. One at a time, they set down the stones and they walked away. The oldest were first. And really, if you're an older person listening to me, let's be first at not throwing stones at people who are guilty. Okay, yeah, they're guilty. Don't be a stone thrower. You're guilty, too. Come on. Really don't. 
set the, set the stones down. But you know what? Let's act like Jesus and say, I protect you. I'm not going to throw stones. I'm not going to condemn you. I'm not an accuser. But go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. And that's what repentance is. It means that you turn from your ways. You, you, you make a new, make a change. It means to change. So you admit it, quit it, beat it. Okay. And that's the point of the guilt. That's the point of the guilt. The benefit of salvation is once we respond to the guilt through repentance, God forgives us. He takes it 100% away and it's like it never happened before. So if your accusers are still um, pointing the finger at you and stoning you and you still feel bad about your past, now that's false guilt. You don't need to feel bad about your past. The price has been paid. Now you are innocent okay so when you're guilty of doing something illegal or immoral and you feel convicted make it right repent but if you haven't done anything illegal or immoral or what you did do has already been covered by the blood of jesus then there's your it's it's done it's over you're innocent this is the difference between guilt and false guilt don't let the enemy condemn you okay the condemnation the shame this is the voice of the enemy that is not the voice of god um he's a liar so if you believe the lie that you you know that you're just a bad person and you feel bad because this that and the other listen god loves you so much jesus loves you he laid down his life he was the perfect sacrificial lamb to pay the price now if you're doing something illegal um you're gonna get caught eventually probably and you know there, you're probably going to have to pay a consequence, whether it's pay the ticket or do jail time or whatever the case may be. But you know what? It's not the end of the story. When it's paid, it's paid. Stop beating yourself up. Move on. Know the difference between guilt and false guilt. Maybe there's a moral failure. Repent for it. Maybe there's a legal failure. Pay the ticket. Maybe there's no failure. It's false guilt. No reason to penalize yourself. There's no reason for other people to penalize you. So move on. Move on. The beautiful thing is, no matter what, we can move on. That is the best news ever. So I hope that you have taken this podcast and you have really absorbed it so that you know the difference between guilt and false guilt. So whenever you're not really sure if you should be feeling bad about something, you can take a look at this criteria. You can really ask yourself these two questions. Um, am I guilty or am I, am I innocent? Have I done something illegal or immoral or have I not? And the peace will come as you can right your wrongs or you can totally let go of, um, of the false guilt, if that is the case. So thank you for joining me today on the very first podcast. Email me your question, trina at thehershow.com, and I will answer your question in an upcoming podcast. God bless you today. Hugs and high fives. This episode of the Her Show podcast is copyright. Trina Titus Lozano and Kingdom Global Ministries, all rights reserved, copyright 2020.